Welcome to the Absite Smackdown Podcast. We'll talk clinical scenarios, interesting Absite facts, and interesting general surgery knowledge. Now, let's get to it. Welcome back to the Absite Smackdown Podcast. And with us today is Dr. Carlos Palacio. Uh, Carlos is the uh, residency away site director at uh, McAllen uh, for the uh, residency for the, uh, for the Las Vegas uh, residency uh, for the Valley Health System GME Consortium. He trained in general surgery at the Michael E. DeBakey Department of Surgery at the Baylor College of Medicine and completed surgical critical care fellowship. Carlos has been great to work with for me on a personal level. Uh, he's part of the Absite Smackdown team for the uh, upcoming release. And of course, also with us today, we have our host, Jessica Rizzo, who nicely, uh, <laughs> Jessica, let me do the intro today. So looking forward today uh, to speaking with uh, Dr. Carlos, uh, who just has so much uh, to share about a residency in the era of COVID. With that, Jessica, I'll get out of your way. Thanks for that, Dr. David Cashmere. Quite a mouthful. I mean, you know the personal relationship, so it was just lucky for me that I could do the intro today. All right, so like Dr. David said, we're here with Dr. Carlos. I'm just going to call you Dr. Carlos, if that's okay, because I don't have that Spanish tongue that you two have for all that pronunciation. So again, he said that, you know, you're running the satellite for um, residents, and I just kind of wanted to get into that because you have this task of being um, in charge of all these residents away from their mothership, their wellness, their education, everything that they have to do. And so I was just wanting to know a little bit about that, how you, how you educate them away, how you take care of their wellness, what steps you do, if you wouldn't mind sharing that with us. Yeah. Um, it, uh, well, I'm going to start by saying everything is started by an accident. Uh, to be quite mm -hmm. honest, uh, we um, wanted to improve uh, or give something back to the community. And uh, within my own corporation, we found this uh, residency program that was based in Vegas. So we sent uh, an email. That's how everything started, just with an email to the program director. Like, hey, we, we're four guys. We're interested in education. We're interested in uh, educating the new generation, and um, we they accepted us. They were very, very thrilled. They were very, very happy, and that's how everything started. The Absite Smackdown podcast. Visit the Smackdown at absitesmackdown.com. Uh, as far as you know, getting the residents, getting the residents down here um, has been a little bit of a challenge, especially culture uh, in the hospital. Um, because uh, everybody, no, this is, it's a community hospital, so nobody was used to having surgical residents uh, in here. So since July um, has been quite a challenge with that part, but they, they have been very well welcomed by, by the nurses, by the staff. Right now, they run 80% of the patient care, to call it like that. They talk to physicians, they talk to consultants, uh, the consultants already know them. They have their cell phone and, and we're being like basically as in residency, just watching them, making sure there is no mistake. And of course, making sure they receive good education. So okay. talking about the app side, um, we are, my team, we're four young surgeons, um, recent graduates, five years, five, less than five years for most of us. So it's really, uh, we're very 
upside oriented and the feedback that we have received from the residents is that our teaching uh, during rounds are very, very oriented to that goal. Like not only like get them to pass the boards upside and of course the, the ABS at the end of the, of the residency. So mm -hmm. the feedback that we have received from them has been very, very positive uh, because of the teachings during rounds. Now, technology has really helped us here because they have their uh, weekly education at their at, in Las Vegas, their mother their mother site, right? Uh, so we had to set up the room, having a Zoom meeting. So while they are here, they still don't lose that the score curriculum. They don't fall out of track. So they keep going with every single lecture they are receiving there. They will receive it. They will also get it here, uh, and it's protected time. Like they are not allowed to to receive calls uh, at that time the phone gets forward to us. So we will get the calls and um, they, they, it's just their education time, basically. Uh, sometimes what happens in some other places and that's what they have told me is um, they go to other rotations and then they forget that, that they have to be, they have to study and yada, yada, yada. But we have been very, very careful with that here. I know they're, they're away. So, uh, I think the Zoom meetings has helped a lot for that. I mean, I know just Zoom has been so helpful for everything that we do in, in education. Like you said, just technology is changing everything. And I know that's part of what we had in mind when AppSite Smackdown was created. So it sounds like you're running a really successful program with balance. And so again, with the balance of their education and then doing their rotations and being in the hospital. Um, what about their wellness with the residents, their self-care and, you know, what opportunities you give them to make sure that they're rested, like the call schedule, all that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, it's tough uh, in the sense that they are away from their friends. They are away from their families. Uh, they're in, in a town where they don't know anybody. Uh, at the beginning of the rotation, we created like a little pamphlet for them, like places to go and eat, places to go to gym, places to to do different things. Uh, the South Padre Island, which is it's an hour away from here. So on their day off, they tell me, yeah, I've driven there. It's very nice and spend the whole day there and then they come back. So I think those are the kind of activities that you have to encourage the resident to do uh, during their time off. Um, having protected time off, it's also important. So for instance, uh, if they have a long stay here in town, what we do is um, we, I, I like to give them a vacation, at least one week of vacation so they can go back either to Vegas or visit the family, uh, whatever they are. You know, one of our residents went to Hawaii during that, that time because that's where his family is so i was like yeah you can go the whole week if you want that's fine um i mean if you're spending three three months in mccallan then one week in hawaii i think that's that's really good right <laughs> so <laughs> yeah i mean we definitely have to uh, we have to be very careful with that because we don't, we don't want to burn them you know we don't want them to get depressed i mean i think surgery as a whole, the surgical residency is is very tough, and uh, it, you have to have mm -hmm. attention to details yeah, every day. You know, you have to make sure that every patient makes it. Uh, I mean, within your capabilities, and uh, so wellness for us is is very important. 
The Absite Smackdown podcast is based on the best-selling review book, Absite Smackdown. The only Absite review with an entire video review course included. Visit AbsiteSmackdown.com and pick it up today. Uh, we have another resident. She has a family with little kids. So you have to accommodate yeah. those, those needs, you know, if she has to come back to see, to see uh, their family. Now, with COVID, it's a little bit difficult because of, you know, getting onto a plane and, and come back. You know, you could perhaps do that in a couple of days, you know, but uh, again, you have to accommodate. Yeah, correct. Right. So that's something that's super interesting um, about the fact that you started this program in McAllen during COVID. Like you don't have a pre-COVID um, <laughs> idea of what it's like. It's only been during COVID for you. And that's that, super fascinating. That is <laughs> you know, I can ask you, well, how has COVID changed it? Because it's only been COVID for you. Yeah. So, yeah. I, um, you know, at the beginning, uh, we thought about canceling. I'm going to be honest. We were like, I mean, should we continue with this? And, you know, we had the conversation with the program director there and they were like, no, no, let's 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 go ahead and do it. We just have to take precautions. Um, so far, the residents, only one has gotten sick uh, down here. And, you know, we sent him home to the apartment and he is stayed there for just two weeks and then came back to work. So, so yeah, I, I don't know how this would have been before COVID. It, it has always been COVID times. The Absite Smackdown podcast, bringing you the best for your Absite review. I did want to add in that one of the most interesting things from, you know, the mothership side is how valuable the away sites are for cases, uh, the amount of cases residents get, the clinical experience, it's just incredibly important to have those. And uh, like Dr. Carlos said, kind of integrate them in a meaningful way into the uh, didactic schedule for the residents. And what I'm really curious about, Carlos, as I was listening to you, is when you have residents during absite time, what are the specific things you guys do, if anything, around the time of the absite to try to allow the residents to perform their best? Are there any tips or tricks or things you've learned early in the experience or things you do to help them do the best they can? Yeah. So um, what I created uh, and every month, at least before the absite, I give them a questionnaire and it's based on the questions, you know, tr uh, the different questionnaires that we have. Uh, and I created a PowerPoint presentation. I gave them the test at the beginning. You know, they have 20 minutes, and then we go over e each question. Mm. Uh, to me, upside, yes, is having the knowledge, but it's also pattern recognition on how to answer questions. And that's the main thing that I that I teach them. Like, yeah, you, you already have the knowledge. You just have to tune it a little bit here and there. But also remember, you have to learn how to answer the question. Uh, you know, when I was studying uh, right few months, uh, probably a month before, the only thing I did was questions, 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 questions. And that's that's what I give them. That's what I give them uh, a few weeks before. Yeah. You know, so you we know. put the knowledge uh, before, like, let's say four or five months. And during rounds, we ask them questions that are outside pertinent. But I feel that uh, if the few weeks before is just you just have to do questions and questions and repeat and repeat over and over and over again. 
Yeah, it's so interesting that you say that because uh, the podcast episodes we've done before really drive home that the available evidence is that the more questions you do uh, in general, the better your score. They're associated and statistically significant in several series. So it's really interesting you hit on that. I think, like you said, the knowledge base and having that knowledge base is key. But then beyond that, doing a lot of questions, especially in the month or so ahead of time, you know, it sounds to me, Carlos, like you really nailed it because that's, that fits exactly with what the available evidence is and uh, exactly what worked best for me when I was a resident yeah. uh, and, and the residents I've taught. So that, that makes really good sense to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, it was the same way, you know, like there was one year that, that I didn't do well and that was the year that I didn't do questions. Other And then after that, I was just like, you know, reading, of course, you have to have the knowledge, uh, but but it's just pattern recognition, you know, most of it. Yeah. So on the year you didn't do well, was that your first year to take it? No, no, it was actually uh, in the middle. It was, I think it was my third year. Uh, it was third year in my residence. It was very busy, very, very busy, busy year. Uh, a little bit of me, I was a preliminary resident uh, and I'm international medical graduate. So I knew early on that I had to really do well uh, on the upside. And uh, right. to me, that was key. My first two years, that's how, that's how I got the categorical spot because I, I did very well on my first two, two upsides. The third year was a very busy, busy year. And the fact that I was already categorical, maybe that, that played a role. I was ah, I'm good. I'm fine. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> and, but it was that I was just busy and busy and I just study, 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 study. I didn't do much questions. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the next year I was like, no, no, I need to do well this time. And I was just questions, questions every, all the time. Yeah. What a good plan. I think that's wonderful that you admit you didn't do well because I think that we Don't tell my program director. If you have the experience with not being perfect, then you're able to take that experience and move it forward and help other people. And so without that, you would have just done amazing the whole time. You know, maybe you wouldn't know how important the questions are because, you, you know, you didn't have that experience. So I think that's amazing. Dr. K, do you have anything to... That. I mean, I had a similar experience. Uh, mine was my first year, and uh, we've talked about it in uh, previous episodes. I think, like you said, it can be tough for us as surgeons to talk about the years we didn't do as well as we want. But uh, like Carlos, I had the experience, although mine was early on, where I just got shellacked by the test. And that was uh, mostly due to all the things we've talked about in other episodes, uh, you know, Jessica. Yeah. It was a combination of maybe not having the knowledge base I should have had, uh, being on call the night before, uh, which I did not know enough to avoid. If I, if I could have changed that, it was too late for me. And I did the whole, you know, micro sleep during the test. And that doesn't excuse it. I think if I'd been better prepared, could have overcome that probably, but it was just too many hits. Uh, and so my experience, just to keep it brief, in many ways mirrors uh, Carlos's. And I think, like you said, uh, part of why um, I do, you know, I, I helped you guys uh, out when you uh, talked about the review book and part of why I'm so happy to participate in this and so energized about it in the podcast is because of that. I think it's the right thing to do to share with uh, residents and future colleagues so that they don't have the same experience that I had or that uh, Carlos had one year. So just to help them do a little better. 
Uh, that's why I like doing this so much. Yeah. Well, this is wonderful. It's so nice to have two guests on, get different perspectives. Interesting to me how similar they are, but at the same different because, you know, we're not going to age shame anyone, but Dr. Kashmir's recipe was <laughs> different time than yours was Dr. Carlos, but still very similar. So I find that fascinating. Um, does anyone want to say anything before we wrap up and say goodbye to our audience today? Uh, I I would like to encourage the programs to do this away rotations. I think I truly believe it brings value to the program. You know, the clinical experience is different. The patient population is different. Uh, it uh, I I really think uh, the the programs, especially at the cities, should consider you know sending the residents away to rural America and really improve that resident uh, background clinically and in surgery. For instance, I'm going to tell you, I trained in Houston and in Houston, we had gunshot wounds right and left. That's the way it was. Right. Here in McAllen, you know, that proportion of gunshot wounds is pretty small. It's, it's mostly mirror what's in the rest of the U.S., uh, more, mostly blown trauma in my particular case. So, so those are the, the good things that the residents are going to see when they go away and that brings value to, to a program. And uh, just to pick up on uh, what Dr. Carlos said, that experience away from the Mothership Institution is so valuable. Uh, when I was in the program director role, it was something we encourage uh, for our resident staff. And the reason why is, just as he said, excellent clinical experience. The challenge is how do you make sure the didactics happen also? And just again, like Carlos said, the uh, evolution of Zoom, you know, the ability to use uh, things like, you know, what you all have developed with Absite Smackdown, the review course, the SCORE curriculum, uh, which, of course, you know, Absite Smackdown, the other products, they don't replace that. They're just complementary. Um, I think all those things are key for this, that incredible away rotation experience, but it's not really away. It's still where medicine is practiced and it's still part of the system often, uh, but they get great cases. They get to see a whole new patient population and demographic, and it's just so important. So it's been great hearing today about how Carlos and the team there in McAllen has maintained uh, the didactics. And even in some ways with the questions and the PowerPoint, focused in on the key things that help residents do well uh, on the ab site. They even have specialized things there in McAllen to help them do well and to support them for things like wellness. It's it's great to see you, Jessica. All right. Well, wonderful. Thank you guys so much for being on today. I hope I have you back soon, Dr. Carlos. And of course, I, I will have you back, Dr. K. But again, all right, just saying bye to everybody. And remember, hashtag ab site smackdown. Thanks for listening to the Absite Smackdown podcast. Visit us at absitesmackdown.com for more great Absite facts.